0: The
1: and a good afternoon to you, Professor Peter Linum. Are you there? Good afternoon to you. How are you going, man? I'm, I'm good. Now, OK, we're about to get into U.S televangelism, Peter. (laughs) Yes, we are. But before we do, I have a question for you because I think we probably have talked about this at some point in the past. Have you managed to sit down on the couch at home and watch The Righteous Gemstones yet?
0: I haven't, I haven't. You need to do it, Peter. You (laughs) need to, you need to watch (laughs) it. I know, I know, I
1: know. Put it on the list. I know you've got a lot of like uh, (laughs) a doctoral type work to proceed with. But uh, when you get the chance, you should definitely a give little it a little
0: entertainment own. does mean no harm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah,
1: that is true.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Peter, yeah. what are we
1: talking about? You go for it.
0: So we've got a, the death of a 93-year-old, which wouldn't normally matter much because unless he was the Pope, but maybe this man was a kind of Pope. His name is Pat Robertson, and he died over the weekend, and... He is, by definition, the, the the first televangelist.
1: The number one mm. numero uno televangelist.
0: Yeah, he's Mr. Televangelist. Okay. Yeah, uh, right. What about,
1: I mean, obviously we're kind of, well, from popular culture, a.k.a. the um, Righteous Gemstones, we're kind of familiar with the yeah. style here in New Zealand. But, I mean, what about his style was unique?
0: Well, the unique thing was the way in which televangelism and politics, especially right-wing Republican politics, Mm. and support for the State of Israel, and innumerable other entanglements, Mm. came to represent an enormously influential um, change of direction, I think, for U.S. politics,
1: sadly. Are they, uh, I mean, uh, mean, is is there less separation of church and state in the U.S.?
0: Well, in theory, there's total separation of church and state. But here's the paradox, that it's a very religious country. Yes. And that's the bit that means that no matter how much you insist upon a separation of church and state, these connections keep popping out. And in particular, if you can influence large numbers of voters, and if you can speak into their ear and run down... I suspect running down um, some politicians was the most important thing he did, rather than the people he advocated for. Mm. This is a man who who tried to run for presidency and didn't get very far in the race. Um, But he had enormous influence behind the election of Ronald Reagan, of George Bush, Mm. of um, and especially of Donald Trump.
1: Mm -hmm. Especially of Donald Trump. Okay. Well, so he's still of Yeah.
0: One of the factors, yes. This old man. See, he command. He ran this thing called the Seven Hundred Club. Oh yes. And um, it it ran on what was the original, um, TV um evangelism channel, hmm. kind of Christian channel, a bit like what is it, Channel Nine Twenty Five in our freeview. Oh, is
2: um, that Shine?
0: Yes, yeah, Shine. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah and Shine was, modeled, Shine was modelled. Shine was modelled on the Christian Broadcasting Network activities in the States. Mm. And and so he'd begun that back in 1960, then went to a nationwide chain, which was eventually bought out, I think, by Fox. Right. um, And made him a billionaire, of course. Um, But his shows kept going. And in this show, and around then, I mean, he and Jerry Falwell, which the name would possibly be more familiar. Mm. Why is Jerry Falwell's name more familiar to us? Maybe more scandals. Yeah, could be that. Yeah, um, but but for whatever reason, the two of them, uh, so often in competition nevertheless could combine occasionally and needless to say when they combined um that was a feisty brew of condemnations of all the wickedness of or well, you just need to imagine abortion gay rights um uh women you name it yeah. all of them were so obstacles.
1: not not a progressive form of christianity
0: oh most certainly not progressive though i tell you one strange thing i had not realized until i was reading up, up on him this afternoon that for many years he had supported the legalisation of cannabis.
1: Oh, really? How come? Because which, he just liked to puff the magic dragon every once in a while? It
0: uh, could be, but um, others have speculated that perhaps members that he knew of the family or whatever had had their lives destroyed by being prosecuted for the... Oh, I don't OK.
1: Know, well, that's kind could of... Be. I mean.
0: Um, but then, you know, nobody has ever straightforwardly fits exactly into a... In Into profile a mold. of right-wing or, yeah. you know, yes. everybody yeah. has little quirks yeah. and, and directions. Of course. And that was one. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- and the strange thing, he was both condemned for being anti-Semitic and yet was a huge supporter of the state of Israel. And he announced that uh, President Sharon, I think it was, uh, of Israel, ought to die by the hand of God because he had supported a division of Israel, of Jerusalem, into Jewish and Arab zones. Mm. So he, he booked, he could call down damnation on whoever he liked. And um, part of his belief was that the defense of Israel was critical to what he believed in.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, just rewinding quickly, Peter, someone's saying more familiar to us because Falwell debated Longy at Oxford. True. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's that of course that's the reason why. So Paul yeah. was the kind of public and perhaps slightly more lunatic fringe than <laughs> than Robertson. I think so. You're not wrong though.
2: I mean Pat is very timid compared to his contemporaries who are more I would say outspoken in a in a tone sense, but yes, yeah.
0: yes, I think that's true. And I've, I'm I'm not quite sure. I wonder whether it is he had interest, global interests, and financial interests all around the world. I had not realised just how much money had flowed through his hands because mm. he founded one university, which is a bit more respectable than Liberty University, for the <laughs> Falwell Enterprise.
2: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: This one's called Regent University, and um, I think it's marginally more respectable. Certainly, got a huge number of students. Mm. Um, it's uh, the, the Christian Coalition. See, one of the funny things is a lot of these phrases are familiar to us in New Zealand because all this politics, people have tried it out in New Zealand.
2: Yeah.
0: It's never quite worked here in mm. the same way. Yeah. Um,
2: I- I mean, you know, Brian Tamaki's tried like what three times to get into parliament, and he's failed Indeed. every that's single right? time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just need to have a bar of it. The, well, I think part of the problem was that the Christian coalition had even less chance of working in New Zealand mm. when a there weren't enough Christians to coalesce with, and uh, so that uh, that's important. And b because I mean, the ones he chose, the, the attempted Christian coalition was kind of pretty easily shot down in the New Zealand context because it didn't have big public symbols Mm. of heroes that you could follow.
1: Now, Peter, you're saying that Pat sold his TV channel to Fox for a billion dollars or something of that.
0: I think I'm correct about this. Don't ask me to be expert (coughs) on this
1: business. Has he done anything good with the billion dollars, as a good Christian Uh, should?
0: Operation Blessing. So he has something called Operation Blessing, that sets out to do good throughout the world. I'm not expert on what good he has done okay. with all of this. Yes, uh, but to, you know, to be fair, he is he is aware that you need a profile that is sort of broadly based, and and that's something that he did achieve. Mm. Got a profile. Um, yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, good marketing budget, billion dollars.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I would think so. That's an enormous um, – let, let me just check out on the Operation Blessing.
1: Yeah. A
0: non-profit humanitarian organization, worked in 90 countries, et cetera, et cetera. So pretty big scale. Mm, yeah. Everything he did was big scale. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think in a way, the televangelism, I think, was like part of a world into which a certain sort of sectarian Christian could retreat – and find everything there. So there would be entertainment, Mm. there was um, university, so there was education, a lot of support for private schooling, Mm. huge enough things about um, protecting the family. So it was a a whole separate world in which people lived, and I think, to a large extent, still do live. Yes. Mm. Which is, I mean, in New Zealand, it would be hard to conceive that anybody really could live in that completely separate world. Yeah. I mean, one of the only people I know who's ever tried um, was David Farrier and he got out of it pretty yes. disgusted yeah, by yeah. what he had seen inside it.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, given that Pat was, like, a very big icon in the televangelist world in America, um... Do you reckon any of the other big televangelists are also thinking to themselves far out I'm about to die soon should I should I like you know, put my money to good use um and I guess I'm thinking specifically of people like um Jim Baker who's still doing his hmm. thing um hmm. do do you think they'll look at Pat's passing and think oh, maybe I should do some good stuff while Need I'm to be generous around? yeah
0: uh, a Line up a, a little bit of a protection racket w- against heaven's uh, rocks. <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> I mean, wasn't it um, wasn't it Martin Luther who was against the idea that you could uh, buy, buy your way? Yeah, uh, it was
0: indeed. <laughs> uh, the strange thing, is that that this is this is uh, an ultra Protestantism that seems to have forgotten the basic principles of Protestantism ah. that there w- there was nothing you could do that would make you better. Right. Um, uh, well, I think. What I suspect might be the reflection going on mm. is not that among all the people who would like to be his successors, mm. but why hasn't somebody else turned out to be his successor?
1: Mm, you see, right. I mean, if
0: you think Robertson Robertson stayed clean, and so he didn't get nabbed and he didn't have these huge crises, even though he looked pretty stupid when he tried to become president. Yeah, um, but that. That's right, he carried on and had had a huge influence over George Bush uh, senior and junior. Uh, and even though he declared that the uh, the, tw- the falling of the twin towers and the um, the nine eleven attacks was God's vengeance on America, um it, it would seem that that message went down with some people. but mm. today, I would have thought that the obvious successes aren't there anymore.
2: Mm. right.
0: And I do wonder whether then, that this culture might be collapsing maybe collapsing is too strong a word but i mean we know there's a huge decline in church going in the states happening what are people looking for
1: years. i mean what are, what do people look for now if you've got a mega church with a tv presence and good entertainment options and the the carte blanche everything you want in a church what do people need in the modern world peter
0: um well in in the in the states what they want is Secure political future. Mm, okay. But if you read the American situation carefully, I mean, it's unlikely that they can have a smooth political future.
1: Just extended the um, debt ceiling, though, so there's a bit more cash to go around.
0: There, there may be a bit. Well, yeah, the bills are going to get paid, but the, the looming crisis with China, the sense of an economy which is very sluggish, mm. where, you know, the international corporations now don't care less about the states Mm. it's no longer quite the powerhouse
1: it's not the 90s anymore yeah
0: and i think there is a kind of malaise in politics especially when you get in this enormous popular support um for trump (coughs) which seems likely that you know would what, what you have, Which of the old, two old men do you want to have as a mm. politician? Mm. This is not politics in a healthy situation. Mm. And I, I think that we're watching an increasing emerging crisis in the state.
1: Mm. And
0: it's political, but it's also religious.
1: Yes. Yes. All right. Hey, Peter Lynham, thank you very much for a, a very uh, enlightening edition of That's the Spirit. We shall look forward to speaking with you next Monday. Excellent. Thank you so much, mate. Bye.